Welcome to Jingle Jank, the show where we find offbeat and obscure Christmas music on YouTube and Bandcamp. I'm your host, Scott Newman. Joining me, as he always does, is our illustrious co-host, Jay LaChapelle. Happy New Year, Jay. Happy New Year, man. How are you? Good. Are you chasing away the Christmas blues? Yeah, you know, a or little bit. post-Christmas blues, sorry. Yeah, a little bit. Like, you know, it's funny because I heard I heard Christmas music on... Um, on Spotify of all places, and I threw on like a like a Twitch video game streaming, you know, no copyright free kind of playlist thing, and like Christmas music popped up into it, and I was like, wait a minute, this is like in the <laughs> wrong place. So kind of like there's like a week after Christmas where I'm kind of like, all right, I need a little stasis and a little a little debrief, but I'm feeling the blues now. Yeah, it's a little rough. We started to take everything down in the house. I took the Christmas lights off the outside of the house yesterday, and right. It is what it is, but if you're here and you're listening today, then you're one of the diehards. You're not yeah. one of the fair-weather Christmas people that listen, I guess, come November. And if you're listening to this in November, welcome. PSA for our listeners here. So this is the time of year to take advantage of buying stuff for Christmas at deep, <laughs> deep discounts. And I mention that because I currently am, I am now in possession of a eight-foot-tall Santa Claus that will be dressed in a Hawaiian shirt and a surfboard with a surfboard next year greeting guests at our Christmas party that was obtained by my wife uh, without my knowledge <laughs> at a deep discount, though. So get out there and shop. Yeah, and you should definitely go to Jay's House of Lights uh, for, yeah. for, for good deals. Yeah, Jay, exactly. we got a little bit of a different show today. Instead of listening to music, I think what we would call today's is more of a comedy Christmas album. Excellent. And uh, let's let's bring in our guest right now. Uh, instead of just talking about him, Adam Kennedy, welcome to the show. Hey, Scott and Jay, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I think your excitement is misplaced, but we're very glad to have you. And we're really excited to talk about your album. I thought January would be a perfect time to do something very different than we've ever done. And Jay, it's a little tough sometimes when we talk about playing offbeat and obscure music and then we have the artist on yeah. so adam i would say that your album is offbeat in that it's just not your traditional christmas album it's a hoot it's an absolute riot and uh i thought we'd have a little bit of a listening party today absolutely uh offbeat is a kind way of putting it strange is another way to say it it is strange but i mean that in the kindest most wonderful way uh that i can it's it's just way different and i think it's what i needed right now jay uh i'm you know even i get a little sick of the bing crosby's and the perry como's and all their traditional stuff and to listen to this album a handful of times in the last few days it was a lot of fun yeah there, there's a you need sort of a balance i think and that is a, a fair statement and the timing is really good i'm i am a uh, adam I'm, i think one of the things i'd like to to do before we dive into the music scott is uh, ask adam kind of i'm very interested to understand your or your comedy origin uh, oh, yeah, i am yeah. a huge uh you know in terms of art forms uh stand-up comedy is and comedy in general but specifically stand-up comedy is you know something that is really uh, uh important to me and i can remember being at a sleepover at a friend's house like in the middle of the night listening to robin williams live at the met like down in the basement on earphones so his parents didn't hear us because it was like really you know really vulgar at the time and like being or eddie murphy raw yeah Eddie, same one. thing yeah transformative you know listening to that stuff in the dark and a walkman because if your parents knew you were listening to it anyway um so i love comedy as an art form i'd love to hear more about your background yeah tell us about it 
Yeah, I, I started really doing sketch comedy on video as a kid. I did uh, 10 episodes of a half hour show that I called Mr. Shoe, robbing the uh, title of Mr. Show, just changing it slightly. Yeah. So that's kind of where I, I began. And that was with my sisters and my cousins. And my friends were all starring in these sketches that we wrote. And I remember for years, I would think, man, these are so funny. And then as I got older, I'd be like, okay, well, I remember the last three episodes are really funny. And then <laughs> I quickly realized all 10 aren't very funny anymore. Uh, but what happened is after that, I, I did begin doing stand-up comedy. I was brought into it by a, a guy I met at college and, and he thought I was funny. He thought I could do it. So I started doing it, but kind of like this album, I don't just, I, I could never really just do that normal type of stand-up comedy where you're just delivering jokes, you're telling right. stories. For me, it was more, I, I kind of called it sketch up versus stand up. Okay. So I kind of play a weird character. Uh, one of my characters was a guy who was reading his schedule for the next day, and it was just really, really strange things. Like, it would be like, uh, 2 p.m., go to the hospital, cover myself in lemon juice, and hug the <laughs> Yeah, I love that, yeah. So how did you take this love of improv comedy and sketch-up and stand-up and make a Christmas album? Where did that come from? Uh, I, it kind of really started from, I started collecting records was, uh, where it really came from started in 2009. Uh, I was just sort of getting out of college, second year of college. Uh, it was a technical school and they had a turntable and they had records in there and I would just mess around with the records, you know, scratch them, DJ them, do all the things you shouldn't do. And I was just having a blast with this. So uh, I ended up swiping a few records from school and bringing them home because they'd never notice. Um, and pretty soon after that, I started going to thrift stores and finding records for, you know, two bucks. And it I, it just seemed like the greatest way that you could get vintage stuff, antique stuff uh, for cheap. And it was always that thrill of the hunt. So really, that's where it started. And then, you know, I would find Christmas albums. And I always loved Christmas music as a kid. I'm a big Christmas fan. Uh, so for me, I, I my biggest part of my collection today is Christmas music. All the genres, the subgenres of Christmas music I own, I love them all. This this album I made is nothing but love for Christmas music. It is not hating Christmas music. So I sort of took all that knowledge that I learned uh, and put it into this album. But the, the real reason that I made the album was uh, for the last, mm, since maybe 2013, I realized, God, I got so many Christmas albums. I want to share them with people. How can I do that? So I decided to have a party every year and call it the Christmas Record Listening Party. Nice. And all my family come out to, to my house and I would just start playing Christmas songs, weird ones mainly, because, you know, you don't want to play a sentimental Christmas song in front of your family, because who cares? You right. want to play something fun. So that's kind of where I started and did that for years. And then, you know, I was like, you know what? I think I could make some funny songs, some funny Christmas songs that I could play at this party. So before this album, I actually made a single and I, I pressed it on vinyl. And oh, for wow. Oh, awesome. The, uh, the listener, I'm holding up a 45, a nice clear 45. Yeah, paint us a word picture here, Adam. Paint us a word picture, exactly, yeah. 
it's a it's a nice 45 and it's it's clear vinyl and one song on each side that's it i i am a judge a book by its cover person and i will tell you two things instantly the album art for the album we're going to talk about entranced me yeah. And the 45, the it completely transparent 45 is in a, a record that Adam just held up. And I, uh, for a Christmas gift a couple of years ago, I received uh, a three record box set of Michael Giacchino, who did the music for the TV show Lost, did like a live performance of all the show's music at the Greek theater in L.A., along with like the show's creators. And they talked about it and read. It was a beautiful thing. And the three album set is pressed, obviously, on three albums. And they're all like one of them is like blue and, and white. And it looks like it's they're just beautiful. They're not traditional vinyl. They're like the transparent and colored. It's amazing. Really, really cool. Like it's the album itself is a piece of art. I love that. I was this close to buying that album. That was Mondo or something put that out. I yeah, think? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. I got it as a gift and it was not easy to obtain. I think it took a while to get them and they weren't cheap. My wife was kind of lamenting that, but I really love it. It's awesome. Welcome to Record Talk yeah. with Jay and Adam. <laughs> Adam, before we get into the music, were there any comedy Christmas albums or specials that you drew inspiration from or did you just invent this from whole cloth? No, there, there was uh, some albums that I took inspiration from. One of them would be this Homer and Jethro's Cool Crazy Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that looks great. I'll put a yeah, link in the show looks amazing. notes. I, I would guess it's like 1959 and every song on it is great. And some of them are rocking. So I don't know. That's one of the ones that doesn't get enough play these days. I think it's got some great tunes. And then the other one was not so much funny, but just a great album was J.D. McPherson's Socks that came out a few years ago. Oh, yeah. That looks familiar to me. I just love that one because he had a rule that was all originals and no jingle bells played in any of the songs. Interesting. It's every song on that album is great. They're rocking. You can listen to them. And I don't know. It's just kind of that combination. And then obviously things like Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer and, you know, other comedy songs that everyone knows. They, I just sort of was like, you know what? I think I could do that. I like writing funny things. I don't sing very well, but maybe that could be funny. <laughs> I, I think it is. I think you succeeded on all counts uh, by your standards there. You, one thing that this, what your album reminds me of is an Adam Sandler album called uh, They're All Gonna Laugh at You. And I think we're significantly older than you are, Adam. But Jay, I don't know if you remember that, but it had, you know, like the goat and all these like small little tracks between yeah. or, or audio clips between the songs and yeah gosh it was funny and yeah. i got the same kind of vibes listening to adam's album now unfortunately we are playing about 60 second clips of most of the songs so some of those you know two minute intros are are getting cut today please check the show notes check out the whole album um I've updated it so we can also have Bandcamp links on the the website, and you can listen to every song in its entirety. I would absolutely encourage you to go do that as a listener. All right, now Jay, we've gone almost uh, you know 15 minutes here yes. without any music, par for know, the course, yeah, which which is very frustrating <laughs> for a Christmas music podcast. Is there anything else our listeners can't see that we'd like to talk yeah, about? Would you like before? to talk about the plant in your background? Um, <laughs> uh, Jay, uh, we don't have any housekeeping for today. Do you remember 
we put out the call in our last episode and said, hey, listeners in Australia and New Zealand, if you know Bucko and Champs, can you write in yeah. and let us know? Not a single person wrote in. Okay. So, uh, Australia people, let us know you're out there or, or alive or something. They're a day ahead of us. I don't know what's going on, Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so no housekeeping, and I think we should just get right into the album. Adam, what I'd like to do is, well, I, I, in a minute, I, I want you to kind of set up the album for us, but I think we'll just listen to the tracks and, and you know, 60 second or one of them's a two minute clip because it's my absolute favorite, but I won't spoil which one it is. And uh, I just want to talk about anything. How did you come up with it? You know, wh- what does the song mean to you? And, and Jay and I will chime in with our thoughts as well, but really we want to hear it from you. Does that yeah. sound good? That sounds perfect. Can you set up the album for us? And the reason I ask that is because the, and here's the thing, we've gone 15 minutes. We haven't even said the name of the album. <laughs> it's, let me make sure I got it right. It's literally shrunk down and is it living in my Christmas village? Uh, it's yeah, literally shrunk down and living in my Christmas village. I have to check sometimes too. Yeah, okay. Now here's the thing. I thought this was gonna be kind of a thematic album where you got shrunk down and then every song was going to be about living in a Christmas village. That doesn't seem to be the case. No, no. Okay. One song you shrunk down and then we're moving on. Good, good. Okay. So I thought I missed something and and it, it sounds like I didn't and that's good. And and that doesn't take anything away from the album. Just be prepared that if if that's what you're expecting, that's not what you're going to get. It's uh, I am um, I do think the album art is uh and you have to take a look on Bandcamp for our, for our listeners. And by the way, one of our uh, Scott if I can I don't know if I'm letting the cat out of the bag. Hey, no, here. no, please do. Go ahead. Please. And we want you to take a look on Bandcamp, check out the album, pick it up, and uh, one of our lucky listeners today will receive a copy of the album. So we'll we'll give a we'll let you know at the end of the episode how we're going to do that. But uh, yeah, definitely check it out and you've got to see the actual album art. You know, it's got a kind of a Beatle juicy vibe to it if you think of like the movie where he's in their model if you know if you haven't seen beetlejuice what's wrong with you but seriously there's a um that's what the kind of vibe i got from it It just like it drew me in let's put it that way yeah it's very very well done it must have cost you a a a fortune unless you're really good with photoshop i don't know how it happened i'm really good with photoshop okay good good (laughs) well why don't we get into the first song then uh if that's cool with you guys if you're ready to go let's do it yep okay so the first song today is shrunk down for christmas here we go Christmas today is nothing very special Because life is just moving much too fast I'd prefer spending Christmas in the 50s Loving the whole season in a little small town There is something I think is so nostalgic I wish this kind of place would still exist I would visit my mantle's Christmas village Hey, I think I'll use this laser to shrink down So flip that switch and shrink me right better now i'm strolling through my christmas town so don't forget to leave the lights on so i can see what bakery pies on window shopping down main street christmas village goes to show my idea was the best i keep feeling that vintage christmas spirit and there is no way that it could ever end all right that was shrunk down for christmas the first track on the album adam I, I love it. I love the idea of this, and it connects with me because I like putting up a Christmas village each year. Now, since we've had a, a daughter and we've got two new cats this year, 
we don't have the porcelain one out. We have the the Lego one out because if it falls and breaks, it's fine. But I don't know. I think there's just a fun idea of imagining yourself in this little world that you're creating. Where did the idea for this come from? It came from uh, my grandma bought me a Christmas village and every month a new house would arrive. And oh, wow. I was so excited every time I go and, and get the house and check it out and everything. And it just got bigger and bigger. And I would set it up every year and it got so big. It was a Coca-Cola themed holiday village and everything sort of had Coke ads all over it. And it was like, okay, yeah, cool. That's, that's fun. And then a Coca-Cola bottling plant showed up. <laughs> that's great. That was one. I'm intrigued. Step. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was like that. All right, let's cancel the subscription to this. Cause they've run out of ideas. Uh, but I always would look at this village and I would think, you know what? That's kind of like the ideal place. It's a 1950s sort of village. And you just, you, ah, I just want to like live there. Like, and I, it's a nostalgia. So what I was going for is, what happens if you literally try to go for that nostalgia and what actually would happen if you literally shrunk yourself down into your own village? That's funny. Jay, I like to take macro photos of, of the Christmas village. You know, you get that so it looks life-sized. Have you ever done yeah. anything like that? that? I think that's one of the reasons that I really connected with this. Yeah, that that is actually, I'll, I'll come back to that in a second. But first, on the reaction to the song, this to me, like what this really, for a great song, and it felt very much like the beginning of a variety show Christmas special. Yeah. Like this is the, like, welcome to our show. Like it has like a very, it pulls you in kind of vibe. And the the village thing I love, like I, um, you were talking about the creating the village. We all have that. I ha We have the Simpsons Christmas train, which... You know, same thing, like when the 975th car from, you know, Stan, the guy who changes tires, like I don't remember him being a character, you know, like I feel like they Franklin Mitt might be trying to take me for a ride. But uh, at any rate, uh, I, I play a lot of video games like city building and base building games and things like that. And like the creating your little worlds and then like watching them and the little people go down the street is something I don't know. I guess we're all a little bit uh, similar in that regard. Yeah. Jay, do you think you can find a Pepsi themed village piece for adam we could we could have a little rumble between the coke and the pepsi people yeah exactly like right like here here comes the <laughs> yeah, rc <exactly>. cola guys <laughs> <laughs> now adam where where does the music come from here did you work with musicians or did, did you buy stock music let's let the cat out of the bag here well yeah the and the cat should be let out of the bag it's it's creative commons music that i have scoured the depths okay. of the internet to find music that just works for me and hence the name of my fake band adam kennedy and his creative common airs oh okay genius by the way <laughs> so it's kind of like letting the cat out of the bag a little bit but like not too much <laughs> well i'm gonna give you credit though i really believed that you worked with musicians to make this album so yes. it doesn't feel like you just grabbed a bunch of disparate tracks and all threw them together you did a great job with it well thank you that's that's high praise <laughs> yeah yeah, I was just sort of thinking, how can I make something that the final product, yeah, people can really enjoy it. Didn't matter so much how it got there, but if the final product hits for you and it works, that's what I wanted. Because, you know, I'm not a talented musician. I don't have friends in the music industry. It was more just like, okay, with my limited resources of comedy, can I make something that people will enjoy and, you know, just have a laugh? Yeah, fantastic. Jay, I think the only bummer here is that there won't be a live Adam Kennedy and the Creative Common Airs uh, roadshow yeah. of this. You're not going to be able to see it. Yeah. Well, yeah. one more thing you should know is 
when I'm singing, probably literally every line is a separate take because oh, that's I great. cannot sing straight through a song at all. Yeah, you should see the editing process for this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, why don't we get into the second song? We've got like 16 songs to play here. So, uh, you know, we, we probably should keep the train moving yeah, here. Yeah, keep it rolling. The second track today is Christmas During COVID-19. Santa Claus, he takes precautions, tests himself and 20 sec washings. Rudolph, too, is in his dwelling. His red nose has locked it smelling. It's the new normal, folks. Lord, we know this ain't no hoax. Just last year, we could not foresee chopping online for a Christmas tree. And when you stop and think that's all, you're flocking your tree with a can of ice, salt, fake snow. Whoa. Christmas during COVID-19. No vaccine. So quarantine, Santa Claus, stop, don't come near me, yeah, don't you know there'll be some trouble, you ain't in my bubble, outside it's snowing, but what do I really care, I just bought a brand new temperature gun, and by warm, caroling on Zoom's a hoot, the baritone is stuck on mute, one of that big old group of sledders just became a super spreader, it's the new guys so long as cases are on the rise my manger scene is spread six feet mary fell off the window seat every single advertiser selling candy cane hand sanitizer all right that was christmas during covid19 adam i think the first question that comes to my mind here is about the longevity of covid related songs because in what 2019 we thought all right well this will be gone next year and then all these so- all these songs people put on youtube and comedy things will will be stale well you know spoiler alert that didn't happen and again it didn't happen uh 2 years later so my you know i thought oh well, this song is funny but is it going to be funny to people in a couple years <laughs> if people continue to not wear masks and not get vaccinated i think the answer is yes unfortunately do you have any thoughts on that as a comedian as a comedian (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's there is a sad comedy to the whole thing right you know it's i don't know it'll it'll be around it seems in some form but you know yeah it's true this song will be dated uh and that was the reason i put a line in there that says i would just like to proclamate this song will never be out of date (laughs) that's great (laughs) because <laughs> I was like, this song will be immediately out of date, so I need to like put something in there that's really like hammering that home. Yeah, well, unfortunately, it's not out of date uh, yeah. yet, and I don't see it being out of date for oh, the foreseeable yeah. future. Uh, funny, though, I-, I like some of the lines about Santa, you know, washing his hands for 20 seconds and swabbing his nose and stuff. I like that. Jay, what did you think? Uh, yes, yeah, very similar reaction, and um, I-, I do have kind of like a fond sort of, um, I guess, black comedy gallows humor kind of view of the whole thing. Yeah, I think that's how, that's how a lot of us deal with tough situations, right? Yeah, it is. And yeah, and so to bring it back to the song, I think, you know, I like the song very much. I think it will be timeless. I also think, you know, there is a, um, there was a, there was a tweet I read a f- several years ago that said, you know, and I won't allude to the political or social situation it was referring to, but it said something to the reference of the best part about being alive right now is we get to see how it all ends. That's uh, true. And I think there, are, I think there is a thread of people who are in, who enjoy art and comedy and music and television that speaks to that thread, which is, you know, like I, I don't think everything is okay, and I think it's funny to talk about this and make light of it. So I really liked that. Yeah, no, I I think 90% of the songs on the album are fairly timeless, but I, you know, I didn't mind doing one that wasn't because I don't know, I think in the future, hearing a song about 
that moment in time could be very interesting. Like if there was a song about the Christmas song about the Spanish flu, I'd be all over that. I was thinking the same thing. Like, yeah, there were no records back or recording was was nascent at the time. So we don't have any kind of real record of what the average person thought about the Spanish flu. And I'd, I would like to know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Our next song today is a song called Cheap, Cheap Chocolate. And Jay, this one was one of my favorites. And uh, I think the first time I heard it was on Jack Ford's Total Christmas podcast. A bunch of these songs have been played there. So apologies, Jack, if we're uh, redoing any of your content. But hey, you got to it first. Merry Christmas, uh, Jack. W- yeah, <laughs> let's play the song. Well, it's December 1st, and you should know just as well as me that it's time to open the very first door to your advent calendar right away. Just dig your nails into that perforated cardboard. Now fold it over to open up your very world to cheap, cheap chocolate. Cheap, 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 cheap chocolate. I really liked this song because it was kind of the observational humor that I really like. And I don't know, kind of just how stupid uh, advent <laughs> calendars are and the way they work. And, you know, why, why, did, why are these things so hard to open? And why is the chocolate so crummy? And uh, where, did, where did the idea come from? <laughs> was, it, was it just from your own life? Oh, yeah, it's from my own life, just growing up with advent calendars and having to get one every year and just like, yeah, the ridiculousness of them and how bad the chocolate is. But now, you know, you, if you always have that chocolate, then you want that chocolate, even if it's terrible. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are there any Godiva uh, advent calendars, Jay? There actually, so there are. There's quite a bit uh, to choose from here. And I, um, so for, I didn't grow up in an advent calendar house. So we were big on Christmas. My parents just, we just never had an advent calendar. And it wasn't until I saw Christmas Vacation, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, yeah. that I discovered the, and fell in love with the advent calendar. Now, there's no chocolate in the Christmas Vacation movie. They're just little windows. But um, my wife was a big fan of advent calendars. So as we built our family and had kids, like we, we, we do this every year. And actually, this year, uh, we had three advent advent calendars in our house we have a big wooden one with like little drawers that you pull out that constantly falls over and all the stuff falls out of it and it drives me insane and that one's really (laughs) nice and we put stuff in it for the kids and then like liz had one that was like liquor chocolates that was the same the perforated cardboard (laughs) and i had a harry potter one which i gotta tell you the harry potter one i had the candies kicked butt man they were good they were jellies there were gummies in there they were like they were not just the crappy one so there's all not sponsored by yeah, harry right. potter and i have some <laughs> i have some of that crappy you know gelt what is it gold chocolate uh, right here that i'm still yeah. working my way through <laughs> Yeah, your wife and my wife together. I, I don't know what it is about advent calendars. We're up to about five now. Okay, so you got the same thing then. Oh my gosh, yeah. If, <laughs> I think if my wife had her way, we'd have 25 different houses and we would just move to a different house every day. That would be her ideal advent yeah. calendar. But Adam, my kids thirst for that crappy candy and those little oh, cardboard yeah. drawers and like that they go for like my we do the one the wooden one that we have is actually like we go through and like my wife puts like one rollo and one reese's peanut butter and they're like good stuff you know not not the uh not the random could be milk chocolate could not be milk chocolate <laughs> 100 yeah. percent goat milk chocolate i can't relate to the chocolate part my sister's diabetic uh, so growing oh, up right. we never had it and now i'm diabetic so we don't uh, we don't do that we do the trinkets and that kind of stuff yes 
even though I don't have personal experience, I, you know, I did laugh out loud at, at both things. The idea of like pulling open this perforated cardboard and the fact that the, the, the thing that you're working for really kind of sucks at the end of the day. But Adam, I like what you said that even though it sucks, it sucks in a way that's nostalgic for you and you want it. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And one other thing I should mention about this song is I kind of have two different writing processes. You know, the, the normal way would be sort of, okay, I'm kind of writing, I listen to a song, kind of write as I go and keep replaying it. But there's a few like this one where I would just play the track and just record myself and just improv. And I think I got probably 75% of the song on oh, one go great. and then just tweaked it after that. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah. The next song today that I want to play, this one, Adam, is my favorite on the whole album. And in fact, this is a two-minute <laughs> clip. It's double our normal length here because I couldn't find a 60-second segment of the song that really did it justice. So I, I had to, to make it extra here. This is Late to the Christmas Craft Fair. I arrived at the Christmas Craft Fair one minute late. Outside the door, the school's volunteer, I began to parade. Let me in, I wanna browse the festive stuff you've got around the lobby, gym, annex, and hall. I also wanna use the short, tiny urinals to feel way tall. Let me in. This is a sin to keep me from the homemade soaps Not through the snow But rather you're dashing all my hopes Let me in It's such a sin to keep me from the decorations If you don't You just might Die of sucker punch complications I really want some homemade chili Served by some old people way out in the back And of course I want a plain white bun That comes with butter in a mini pack For Duncan in my Christmas craft fair chili yeah, Duncan in my Christmas craft fair chili. Well, I just love my Christmas craft fair chili. I only live for Christmas craft fair chili. What makes my day is Christmas craft fair chili. Get out of my way for Christmas craft fair chili. You're between me and my Christmas craft fair chili. I will kill thee for Christmas craft fair chili. All right, that was late to the Christmas craft fair. And uh, just for context, the beginning of the song, there's there's some like sketch comedy in there where Adam is getting off the bus and talking to someone and he finds out that he's late because the craft fair was closing early on on whatever day it was so you miss that part of it but there's just something so observational jay about this kind of humor and you and i both grew up in new england i'm sure we've been to our share of crummy craft fairs i I liked it i laughed out loud at this you know quite literally what do you think 
Uh, I, so I agree a hundred percent. And I actually, I don't know what it is, but um, I think, you know, Adam, you have a, uh, you have a, a unique talent for picking out sort of those really funny observations that like we all recognize, but hadn't thought of isolating. And this is, you know, the Christmas craft fair chili is an example of that. Yeah. Uh, the perforations on, you know, I, you know, who, Seth MacFarlane does this really, really well when you watch shows yeah. like Family Guy or American Dad, where it's like, oh, I remember that. Yeah, that really, that resonates with me in this song really. And I can picture we uh, when we lived in Connecticut, we had a Christmas craft fair that we went to every year in the town we lived in. And I can this song evokes memories of trying to walk through this elementary school gym <laughs> to get to the other side where like the only thing selling food was, you know, in the, <laughs> in the place to get something to eat. Yeah. And I've never had chili at a Christmas craft fair. You're missing out. Yeah, you are. Anything in a crock pot. Doesn't matter what it is. Just give it to me. <laughs> Well, the memory that it evokes for me, Jay, is we went to a Christmas craft fair, you know, in the last couple of years, and it it was a sports authority that had closed, you know, so where's this you know, going? The, the floor still, <laughs> well, the, the, the floor still had all of like, a, you know, the tile to, to go to the different oh, yeah, departments so like for sports authority. And somebody in the back was deep frying something and it smelled like about two or three week old oh. oil. And so the whole place had this, just this awful reek of, of disgusting oil. And yeah. so that's my craft fair chili is the, the horrible. Yeah. It sounds like that's some weird craft. I went to, this Christmas craft fair where the guy pulled up in his van and was like, come on in my craft fair. This place looks closed. Oh, no, there's a craft fair in here. So, Adam, was this written from personal experience or was it an amalgamation of, uh, of multiple people's experiences? Oh, it's all personal experience. Okay. I've gone to craft fair since I was a kid. I honestly love them. <laughs> Not ashamed to say that. Uh, and the, the, the funny thing is being late to one is a true-ish story that kind of happened. Oh, that's funny. I, I went with my, my sister and my cousin once and we took the bus down to uh, this craft fair and we got off the bus and immediately went the wrong direction for like 45 minutes. And we oh, finally wow. realized it and we turned around and came back and we, we weren't late, but we had half an hour and we had to rip through that sucker and we couldn't stop for the chili. Yeah. Oh, well, Jay, that means all the quote unquote good stuff was gone yeah. by then. too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That was my favorite track, Adam. The next one we're going to play, I think, is one of the weirdest tracks. And I say weird in a, in a loving, kind way. It's It also made me laugh, but it was like, wow, this is just kind of out there. So this is NORAD Track Santa Claus. Here we go. NORAD Track Santa Claus. Oh, 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 oh. oh no, Blitzen, it's NORAD. <laughs> Target acquired. Preparing to engage target. Engaging target. He's too fast. Switching to rockets. Missile away. I got a lock. Target missed. He pulled up. The reindeer stopped dead in their tracks. They're behind me. They're behind me. Check this twice, bitch. He fired a rocket! Debating maneuvers! Debating maneuvers! Oh, come on! Come on! It's got a lock! It's got a lock! No! Come on! No! no! Alright, so that was NORAD Trek Santa Claus. Adam, what was going on when you came up with this one? This was one of those ones where I found this track, I listened to this track, and I said, this track is sick. I love this track. Yeah. 
what can I do with this? Yeah, I had like a techno house feel to it. Yes, right? and all, yeah. all I could think of was to do sort of more of a sketch, sort of an atmospheric piece that you really need like headphones in to just uh, immerse yourself into it. Yeah, Jay, what do you think? So I it, it had like to that point the the track has like that all your bass uh, R belong to us, us yeah. kind of vibe, and I liked like that that resonated with me at the beginning. Like I got kind of that like that techno um, the sound. It's chip tune. That's it. Uh, um, it has like that kind of eight bit vibe to it, like a um, like a Sega feel at the start. So uh, I like that very much. And the NORAD tracking Santa thing is a, a favorite of mine. And what I like about this is exactly what you said, like. Um, you know, this is, I think the word is irreverent. Like this may not be for everybody, like this <laughs> yeah, kind okay, of humor, that's great. but I love this. Like, and, uh, um, I don't mean to keep like bringing other artists in or comparing it, but to try to use like an analogy, like this is something Seth MacFarlane does, you know, the cutaways on family guy. Like yeah. I love that. So this is a cutaway song. This is like, yep, what if I they actually were yeah. trying to shoot them down? And that's like, this is it. <laughs> that's what you've done. Like for, for me with, with this kind of song, which I love that kind of like, and that, like I could go down this train of thought for hours. And Adam, from an audio production nerd standpoint, I also thought you did a great job with the radio sounds and, you know, the, the Santa Claus. Of, was that you being Santa as well? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was very, uh, audio production wise, it was really well done and I enjoyed it a lot. Well, thank you, because this one kicked my butt. This was yeah, hard, but it was so much fun at the same time to do. Cool. Why don't we move on to the next song here, Jay? This one, um, I, th- I think you're going to like this one too. This okay. is... 12 days are not enough. 12 days of Christmas are nowhere near enough. I need 44 days to really show my love is true for you. Gotta treat my woman right. Gotta make her heart burn bright. Gotta give her more burn. Gotta give her more birds Gotta go out in the woods Gotta come home with the goods Gotta give her more birds Need to gift her more birds Twelve days are not enough for my baby Alright, that was Twelve Days Are Not Enough. Adam, on, on one of my other podcasts, we were talking about why the 12 days of Christmas is so bird heavy. (laughs) So when I heard that, I was like, oh, somebody else thinks the same way I do. Where did this one come from? Exactly that. I I realized that half of the days in the 12 days of Christmas are birds. Yeah. Who wants that? What is this, this, this guy in this song? He's like a lovelorn guy trying to get his girlfriend gifts for Christmas and he keeps giving her birds. And I'm like, (laughs) what is he doing? She doesn't want that. Yeah, so I thought, what if there was an even more misguided guy? Yeah. Ornithological fetish of some kind here that... Okay, but I want to go a little step deeper. I want to peel back the onion a little more, Adam, because you could stand on stage and just do a Seinfeld-esque bit and say, what's with all the birds in the 12 days of Christmas? But somehow you decided to take this kind of folksy guitar thing with this you know, kind of guy with a raspy voice and and made it about a guy buying all these birds. Where did that idea come from? Oh my God, I don't even know. Like it just- Okay, and that's a fair answer. It's totally fine to say, I have no idea from the depths of my brain. I don't know. Pretty much, it just sort of came to me. And also I wanted him to be buying terrible birds. 
seagulls, pigeons, vultures, buzzards, crows, and ducks. I was like, they're not even nice looking birds and they sound terrible. It's so great. It's so great. Jay, what did you think? So uh, this this kind of, there's a, I have to explain this very quickly. Prior to this year's Christmas and prior to listening to this song, I had a bit of a chip on my shoulder about Christmas songs that preached a need to have Christmas every day, or I wish Christmas, I wish every day could be like Christmas, or why isn't it Christmas all, yeah, those kinds of songs, because that seems stupid to me, right? Because it's not, right? <laughs> Tell us what you really think, buddy. Right, so, but it just like, you know, just, you know, kind of jokingly, I'd be like, you know, it can't be Christmas every single day. And then this year I noticed for the first time, and this is kind of uh, on a more serious note, I was like, I had that real epiphany of like, it's dumb. Every year you try to do all these things for all these people in your life in this like three or four week period of time. And it's never enough time and you never get to see everybody and you never get to do everything. And you never get you. Always, I'm always left feeling like there's more that I could have done to show the people in my life that, you know, totally. And uh, and so you end up like thinking like, you know, you got to do this every day. And I so I had like a complete 180 on my on my. And so. That's my my little epiphany that I had this year that I'm I've gone 180 degrees on on my chip. So Jay, I think you're absolutely right, and uh, we didn't talk about this beforehand. But what you just said, I feel the same way, and I'm a Christmas lover. You know, I if I'm a 10, you're probably an eight or a seven. Yeah. You yeah. know, this I, this is my favorite time of the year. But I was finding myself stressed out and kind of looking forward to it being over, and that's not what I want out of Christmas. Yeah. But yeah. that's that's what I ended up with because of everything you just said. I got to get all these gifts. I got to do this. I got to. It was just hard. So now we're back at the kind of the part of the year where I can just enjoy Christmas again with absolutely no pressure. If that yeah. makes any sense, liking Christmas in November is like shooting fish in a barrel. Liking yeah. Christmas in January, February. That's yeah. hardcore. Yesterday they took the Christmas decorations out of Fortnite, and I noticed, and I was really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know Christmas is done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Music Choice pulled the plug yeah. on their uh, sounds of the season. It's back yeah. to some garbage called the Pulse. I don't know who listens to this. Just black the station out, or how about yeah. this? Let us listen to Christmas music. All right. So uh, the next song is very different, and Adam. I think this is a testament to your ability to pick different genres and styles of music. Now, with what I said earlier, I thought you had gone and found all these musicians and, and stuff, and I was really blown away by how could you possibly pull this off. I'm not disappointed to find out that this was Creative Commons music. You you shuffled the deck, let's put it that way. There's There is so much different stuff here. This has a real ragtime feel, so let me go ahead and play it. This is Accident Prone at Christmas. Accident Prone, Accident Prone. Every Christmas time I'm always Accident Prone. Falling on my face at any time or any place. During night or day, at home away, I'm Accident Prone. Accident Prone, Accident Prone. Christmas time, I am breaking bones. Slipping on some ice, you just don't have to check it twice, cause it's well known that I'm accident prone. I remember the day, I remember the time I was at a Christmas party just to drink and some wine. When out of my hand the glass did fly. 
and shatter on my face in the vicinity of my eye. Oh, accident prone. That was Accident Prone at Christmas. Uh, Jay, we were talking off air about how this reminded me of the, you know, the barbershop quartets or the guys with the striped shirts with the, I don't know, whatever that they put around their bicep there. It's like a garter almost. Uh, It just had this cool ragtime feel to it. What did you think? I like the music sound to it. And it also reminded me a little bit too of, and again, I apologize if I'm comparing you to another artist, Adam, but um, the the guy who used to do the political satire in in like piano, like it's a fun way to sing. I don't know. Like I'm not, I'm not making sense and I'm not a musician either, Adam. So I I don't have the, uh, the uh, vocabulary to describe what I'm thinking, but I liked it very much. (laughs) Are you accident prone at Christmas? I guess is the question that everybody wants to know. Well, uh, unfortunately, no. Uh, I wish I was okay. to make this more interesting, but no, I'm not. But it, it, it's funny that this you guys enjoy this song. I don't know why. It's just not quite does doesn't quite do it for me. It would be my least favorite on the album. Don't mind saying that. But uh, the one thing that I do really like about this is there's a talking bit in it where I talk about this tree skirt. Oh. Is that what that thing's called? Yes, That's it a is. Bit weird. Yes. <laughs> That was pretty funny. Um, I liked the, there was a line in there about uh, a a piece of glass in the vicinity of my (laughs) eye. And there was just something about the writing of that and and the way that you match the tempo. I I just thought it was great. It was a really funny song. Uh, This is why restaurants have menus. We all have different tastes. I really enjoyed it. Even if it was your least favorite, it it was still good. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it reminded me, I, I, you know, aged now and I'm about my younger years, like before we had kids or you know, right around the time we had kids and you're trying to do everything for all the time. Like I, I don't drink anymore, but there was definitely a lot of Jack Daniels that got me through Christmases. And it's like, when you're doing that, when you're trying to put together toys and entertain people and you're wobbly toys, through, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And you're powering through on, on, uh, you know, on Jägermeister and Coors Light, like you're going to catch a few accidents. <laughs> like there's going to be a few <laughs> bumps and bruises along the yeah. way. So that, I thought of that too. <laughs> Jay, we've got two more songs today. Uh, The next one here is called My Snowman. And I really want you to listen to the lyrics because I'll talk about it with you after. It's December and it's time for fun. Fresh snow falling out the door I run. I begin rolling a ball of snow. My snowman's bottom is starting to grow. It's now quite heavy and it's pressing down. The snow now bonding with some stuff on the ground. As it rolls forward, there goes my yuletide pride. For there's organic matter clung to its hide. My snowman is starting to pick up crud. Twigs and pine cones, leaves, rocks, dirt, and crud. That was my snowman. Uh, Adam, this was my laugh out loud track here because it absolutely drive me, drives me nuts when you're going for the perfection of a snowman and it's got grass and dirt and rocks and crud in it. And it was that last line of it's starting to pick up crud. It was a visual picture that I could absolutely relate with, and I, I just love this song. Yeah, I completely forgot from my childhood that this happened, and then I was just sort of racking my brain trying to think of something else that 
is unique that people don't talk about about Christmas. And it just came to me and I was like, oh my God, this that's the thing I need to sing about. Yeah, obviously the memory is like, it's in, as you've done in a number of places on the album, it is very, very much evokes a memory that I think, you know, I can still see it's very specific. So like you hit the nail on the head there. And it made me think of like, I can still picture, you know, my, my, my neighborhood, Scott, you'll, you know, you can probably remember the street I grew up on, like, and you could look out across the yards and there might be one house with a snowman, but most of them just had like one or two giant balls in the yard because you'd roll that thing up, you get it as big as you'd could, you'd lay on it for a second, then you'd be like, I'm not doing this again. And I got to lift it up and put it on top of that. So we had a lot of snowballs, but not as many snowmen. <laughs> Uh, Jay, the last time I made a snowman, I think my daughter might have been three or four. Yeah. I actually threw my back out. Are you kidding? Oh, no. Because it got so heavy and it was wet and you're in a bent over state. Yeah. And when you're in your 40s, Adam, uh, spoiler alert, it's not going to be great. <laughs> yeah, when you get to your, your 40s your back. <laughs> and, you, and you're rolling this thing in, an, in, an, uh, in a position that's, that's not natural. I stood up and I was like, oh, dear God, we, we've, got, we've got trouble here. <laughs> get your mother. <laughs> as, a, as a snow architect, I am uh, retired from that. But Jay, the other thing that this reminded me of was, you know, when it snows outside, it's absolutely gorgeous. Everything is white. Within 24 hours, the plows have come through. Yes. There's brown, there's dirt, there's melted stuff, there's mud tracked into your house. And everything that was so wonderful about it has done a complete 180. Yes. Uh, and it's it's just a disappointment. <laughs> and, and I don't know that this is the disappointment song, Adam, you, you totally nailed it. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. You don't hear Bing Crosby singing about just dirty <laughs> snowplow snow. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are, are you going to do another one of these albums in the future, Adam, or is that TBD? Oh, I, I, if I had to answer, I'd say absolutely not. <laughs> oh, darn. This was, this was so great. I was going to say, I want, I want a song about tracking mud into the house, you know, like it just, I just tried to put everything I could into this one. And I don't know, maybe I'll do a couple of songs here or there, but no, the, the song is, you know, maybe it could be, you know, when you come across, like, especially if you got like a hardwood or like a non-carpeted floor and you, you're, you hit, you're in your, you're, you're out of your cold gear. You got a warm sock on and you hit that melted piece of snow, that little <laughs> hidden puddle. And you're just like, oh, right that's, I'm right that's back the in song it. right there. My sock is wet. Something about my sock being wet, Adam, would be the song. <laughs> yeah. Wet, wet sock, you know, yeah. Wet snow. Like I can't, it would be like. Screw you, little tiny forgotten piece of snow by the door that I stepped in after I dried off. It's like super absorbent Christmas sock or something. <laughs> super absorbent Christmas socks. Yeah. All right, Adam, if you do another yeah. album or even just a song in the future, I would like to do the music with you. Great. And, and, and do it. And uh, I will offer my, my crummy services for free. Freddy. Yeah, I know. He's, he's not giving himself enough credit. Definitely take advantage. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. As as evidenced by my numerous Christmas releases, Jay. <laughs> yes, a whole catalog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we've come to the last song today. It's a weird one, uh, but it's it's pretty darn funny, Jay. I want you to pay attention to this because I think it actually does the job of closing the album very well and kind of putting a bow on it. And, and Adam, when I when I first heard the album, I expected there was going to be some sort of like, well, we're, we're now going from shrunken down back to big or something. And like, you know, the, the denouement or the, the conclusion of it. Yes and no. So let's listen to this song called These High Notes. This Christmas is gonna be different than before. Doctor told me my lungs can't hold out much more. 
I gotta stop going for those high notes. But who really cares? Cause it's Christmas. Oh. <coughs> <coughs> That was these high or those high notes. I hope I didn't say these high notes because if I did, I was wrong. It's those high notes. Adam, where did this come from? This was another improv track. I heard this country track and I was, I don't know. I just started improving and for some reason I went to this place. And then in the process of making the album, I thought, okay, best place for this at the very end and sort of acknowledge that I can't sing. And if you've been thinking that the whole way through, so have I. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But it also wraps yeah. it up. There's no more singing after this because yeah. your lungs exactly. exploded. Of course there's no more it's singing. It's over, exactly. And there's a bit at the beginning, there's a there's a whole minute right. of you sitting in a doctor's office and the doctor says, if you sing one more high note, your lungs could explode. So unfortunately, that's not present in the clip we played, but I would encourage the listeners, <laughs> as I did before, yeah, go go listen to the album because there's a lot of... Good backstory. I, I don't want to call it filler. It's not filler. It's um, you know exposition that really helps these songs uh, make a little more sense. If you're trying to make sense of them, uh, I don't. I don't know that they all make sense, and I think that's part of the beauty of the whole thing. So, what a fun album, Adam! I can't commend you enough on making something that's so silly, irreverent, weird, awesome. It really filled me with joy in a in a time where I've got the kind of the Christmas blues, but. Those Christmas blues are not going to be uh, resolved by listening to more Perry Como and Frank Sinatra. It's just not going to happen. So this was a great way to kind of wrap up the season. What did you right. think, Jay? Yes, same, absolutely. And uh, you know, it's it's the uh, you said something earlier about like uh, it's good for the soul. It's kind of like mana for uh, uh, for the soul, especially. Um, when you talked about like balance, I, I've had enough of, uh, you know, some of the, the same things over and over again, you need that good kind of balance. And I like the fact that you really have an irreverent sense of humor, Adam, this is really, really, uh, um, I don't know if that makes both of us weird or both of us normal, but I, I, I really enjoyed your sense of humor and that the art is fantastic. I'd say it makes both of you weird and that's a good thing. <laughs> Yep, yep. I think that's absolutely accurate. Uh, just like a person listening to a Christmas podcast in January would expect, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes, you at home listening, you're weird too, and we like you for that. Yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> you found your tribe. <laughs> Guys, I don't know. I just got to thank you so much for, for the praise and for having me on. You know, I was just trying to make something to make well at least one person laugh, and if that's just me and, and the family – at a party that's great but you know the fact that some some people have gotten some laughs out of that that's everything to me we had genuine laughs today and and it wasn't uh, just to make you feel good it was it was very funny thank you for spending over an hour with us where can people find uh you know your stuff see your things uh, all the stuff is really just on the Bandcamp. there it's adamkennedy.bandcamp.com i don't have social media don't really care for it so just go there listen buy you don't have to buy you can just listen i don't care <laughs> just have fun with it what well, you've already made your millions from yes. this so yeah oh yeah well, is there any video of your comedy or any of that kind of stuff online 
Ah, uh, not really. <laughs> well, geez, I think I think you're missing a good opportunity because yeah, I, I like your brain. I like the way your brain works. And I want more of it. Yeah. I want more Adam Kennedy in my life, Jay. Thank you so much. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I uh, really appreciate the time, Adam. Thank you for taking, uh, you know, an hour or so out of your day. And thank you for sharing this with us. And uh, and thanks for doing it. You know, this is uh, thank you for putting yourself out there and creating something and making something for people to share and to have. And especially something that's that's Christmas in nature. So keep doing this kind of stuff and re- really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, thank you guys so much. And I'm a legitimate fan of the show. Uh, I've listened to several episodes, uh, you know, and it's funny. Rich Chambers is a Vancouver guy, too. Don't know him, but apparently there's a Vancouver. He's got a kick ass garage. (laughs) You might want to hook up with uh, with Rich Chambers because he's got he's got the music. He's got the writing. I think we've there you go. I see synergy here. (laughs) That's what we're doing, Jay. We're putting artists together. Yeah. Yes, exactly. If you want to find more information about the show, you can go to jinglejank.com. You can find our email address and all our social media accounts. I would encourage you to check the show notes. You can see the whole album. You can listen to the tracks. I I would encourage you to to throw a couple dollars Adam's way uh, for for what he did. What he put together here was well worth the $8 and and more. So, Jay, any closing thoughts today? No, just thank you again. And we're going to give away a copy of Adam's album to one of our lucky listeners. Yeah, how are we going to do that? Are we just going to pick someone at random? Yeah, we're going to let us know if you're if you're if you too uh, like digging through uh, perforated uh, advent calendars for tiny pieces of crappy candy, let us know. And uh, one of our lucky listeners will receive a free copy of Adam's album via Bandcamp. So let us yeah, know if history is any guide. Uh, Sean Sotka from the Christmas podcast podcast will be the only person to write in and he will yeah. win by default. So <laughs> you might want to just send it to him now. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, I got. I have as well. I got his email address. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for joining us, Adam and and uh, Jay. Thank you uh, as well, and Merry Christmas. Yeah, Feliz Navidad, guys. Have a great day. All right, this is the part where I'd normally play the copyright statement, but we have the artist on who made the music today. So, Adam, can you please, for the record, say that you're not going to sue us for playing your music on our podcast? I will not sue you for playing my music on your podcast. <laughs> Woohoo! The worst episode ever.